podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, today, uh, before we jump in, we'd love to, if you'd leave a review on iTunes and, or wherever you listen to podcasts, those five stars do really help. Um, we'd also like to give a big shout to our sponsors. Um, first of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. I'll get it out. Um, not only are they innovative, unbelievable how shooting machines are, are have changed. You know, I remember when they used to have those long metal racks coming from the court, um, but how they've innovated, how they put the trainers right in front of you unbelievable so go over and check it out also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches there's nothing else on the market like it nowhere else are you going to get the bat phone to the person running it no you know yes they might do quarterly or monthly or weekly calls but they're not they're not on your backing call if you have a question if you have an email trust me i will get back to you i will respond i will get on a call with you that day so come over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better, let's head off to the podcast. Let me. Good. Uh, All right, hold on. Let me make sure I have the right. I do. Okay, perfect. How are I'm you? Much, I'm very much not Kylie. <laughs> it still shows my daughter's name from school. So that's okay. No, no, no worries. How are you? I've doing? done enough zooms over the last year and a half. That's that's typical, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, first, I just want to say, um, can you see me? I oh. can't, but that's okay. Oh, there you go. There we go. I'm going to sneeze um, here. Hold on one second. Go for it. Oh my God. I was in school today. Like we're under construction. Oh my God. And, uh, it's, uh, it will come at some point. Uh, and it's like, they ripped up all the tile, but they didn't replace it. So we have cement for the whole school year on the floor. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a blessing. Yeah, what a blessing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thanks for doing what you do. Yeah. Um, been, a fan of, been a fan of your stuff for a while. Awesome. Um, Thank you. I'm, uh, I don't know how much you read of the thing, but I don't have a ton of experience. Um, okay. It's one of those things where my girls go to a Catholic school and uh, there's no coaches. So it's parents have to step up and help out. Yep. Um, and it's like, hey, you have some experience from when you were in high school. So you're the coach. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, okay. That's, and that's where I'm at. So started in fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. Now I'm coaching the seventh and eighth grade girls team. Okay. Um, the, the main issue I'm there's obviously lots of things, but the main issue I'm facing right now um, that I'm trying to work through the best way forward is uh, we're a combined seventh and eighth grade team and um, girl participation in basketball specifically in our city, which I mean, Indiana is a basketball state, but in Indianapolis, girl participation is down. It's down everywhere, everywhere. It? Volleyball. Okay. I'm telling you, volleyball is killing basketball, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, some of the girls from our fifth and sixth grade team um, that were really good, I reached out to because they didn't sign up and they're like, oh, we're, we're going to focus on volleyball. <laughs> so yep. that's real. Uh, it is real. We had to combine three schools to get a team. <clears throat> okay. To get a team. Um, and last year we combined two. Um, 
And the problem is, so I've got 11 girls on the team and my top seven, um, well, just to be blunt, our best point guard is probably the best in the city. Okay. Um, like not exaggerating all the way down to um, one of the girls from another school that joined, signed up to play for the first time in her life. Okay. Okay. Um, so I've got my top seven are good. And with them, we could compete for city. Um, then it, but then it's a cliff is my yes, guess. It is a huge cliff. So I got some different information from the ADs at the different schools as far as like recommendations, what to do, um, had conversations with parents. And, um, you know, our first two practices were last week and um, we pushed them pretty hard. Currently, I'm the only coach nobody else has volunteered to help. Um, right. So I've tried to find a middle. Um, and I also coach um, the seventh grade uh, high school kind of semi-travel team. Okay. So, and those are different um, girls in this team. Yeah. Okay. So three of the girls on that team are also on this team. Okay. Um, I've always historically kind of ran the same offense with both just because yep. it's easier for me. So, so let's go back to the, let's go back to the school team first. Yeah. yeah. Phil, here, here's what I'm going to tell you. My opinion philosophically is yes, you want to win at that age, even in seventh or eighth, but, um, and you want them to be competitive and def definitely if you have the best player and then, you know, obviously maybe the bottom four aren't quite as good, um, yeah. that you want, I mean, it's not, it's not travel ball. It's not AAU. It's not summer. So it's like, you, you want to do something where they can all have a good experience. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, what I would do is definitely, I would always have the best player and the worst player on the court at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a little bit of a, the stats teacher. I'd have a balance of maybe the three of the best five on, and then maybe the bottom two. That okay. way, trust me, that balance will be good enough for you to compete um, okay. at that level. One person, 11 people is doable. That's not too bad. If you had 15, 16, 17 girls, I'd be a little bit more worried. Yeah. 11 is doable with one person. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just Phil. And then obviously the travel team or the feeder team or the high school feeder, that's a little different. That's the way, that's the way I differentiate in our program. There's, you know, I don't want to call it recreational, but you yeah. know, there's, there's school-based and yeah. then there's like my, my niece played collegiate basketball and it was hard early. And I had to talk to my brother. He said, it's school-based school-based is different than travel. School base should be fun. It's about sleepovers. It's about going out to dinner. Yeah. It's about having fun. And then if the ones that are more serious are going to take the higher level class, quote unquote, you know, sure. kind of thing. Um, okay. So offensively, you're thinking of running the same stuff. Going yeah. Back to that. And I did it last year and it was fine, but I didn't have these. One of the girls that's in the bottom four is the same. And she kind of gets it. But uh, so the feeder program for the high school, uh, the coach last year at the high school level, varsity coach was his first year. And um, they went to, uh, they won regionals and like made a deep run, which was pretty awesome. So it's great having a good relationship with him. Obviously I'm coaching and working and getting gym time from him. But uh, this year he stepped up and, every single one of his teams for that program has to run their five out motion. 
Okay. Um, which is, I mean, it's not hard in my opinion. Um, and then they're out of bounds place. Like it's non-negotiable, okay. um, which I think is good because you're kind of pre preparing them for that. Uh, yep. So I wanted to kind of try and do the same thing, at least the foundation level. Yep. So our, our I wouldn't worry about the out of bounds plays per se. Right. As much. Yeah. I'd do yeah. something really basic because so the bottom ones can get it. But the offense, I would definitely try to do similar things because then those three crossovers that will help them a lot. Yeah. Right. So our our simple five out, like I simplified at the last practice, and this is this is the meat and potatoes of why I wanted to call. I um, essentially just called it a passing cut and you fill in the weak side and that's okay. it. Yep. Um, it after 30 minutes, like they still didn't have it. Yeah. So I'm like in this weird spot where the top seven, I heard two of them say they, they like the seventh graders were like, I don't even know if I'm going to play next year. Like, right. Like there's so, so, so yeah, the bottom, I, I get it. That's, that, that that's anyway, that's seventh grade. It's the top and the bottom are both in a position. Cause I'm trying to be in the middle the top and the bottom are both frustrated. Right. That's where, that's where you can help. That's where parents come in. So you can communicate yeah. with the parents. And then um, I would try, this is similar to a classroom. I would okay. try to put the stronger kids with the stronger kids and work on some small sided game, three on three stuff. And okay. work and then put some of the bottom ones together, and then you can and then mix them together. Like you're not okay. going to put a kid in calculus when there should be an algebra. Um, right. So the frustration for the lower is it's too much. The frustration for the top is it's not enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and when you teach the middle in a classroom, it's hard. So you want to challenge them on both ends, and you do that by breaking them off into groups and doing okay. that. Um, and then if you spent 30 minutes and they still weren't getting it. Yeah. you you've taught it like hopefully you've given them the that's that's the last time you should do a 30 minute i'm teaching it now yeah. after you've taught it now you got to go and let them experiment with it it's like doing group work it's like doing homework it's like so that's where the two on two three on three small group let them figure out you know all right you're going to play on this half of the court three on three and you're just going to pass and cut that's all you can do you can't dribble. You can't do anything. So you just, and then they'll, they'll eventually figure out what they can do and what they can't do. Um, okay. So I would do a lot of that moving forward. I wouldn't spend much time in the big five on five other than when they're playing. Um, yeah. You don't have to reteach something. Like once I've okay. taught the quadratic formula and I've gone through it for 20 minutes, I'm done. We're going to keep practicing it. I'm going to help you, but I'm not going to keep going over it and over and over. Cause that's yeah. just going to frustrate them at that point. Right. Um, Okay. But I uh, think, and you got to give it some time too. And I'm honest. I'd be brutally honest. It's like, Hey, everyone learns at different paces. We're going to get this. This is going to be good for all of us. Blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah. rah, rah, rah. Um, you know, put them in a, put them, you know, when they're stretching at the beginning of practice, it's like, all right, let's have do a minute of meditation and let's just relax. And here's what we're going to do today. And it's going to be fun and blah, blah, blah. And then that mm -hmm. will, you just got to try to bring them back. If they're having fun, they'll, they'll play next year. I'm just okay. <laughs> I, I was trying to decide if I should put some effort into getting another coach and kind of split them up more during practices. It would be great if you could do that. Okay. Yep. And then, and the thing is what happens is then you, 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 you got to make number one. I hate to number them, but one through 11, one being your best player, 
eventually you want one and two to teach 10 and 11. Yeah. Like, come on, this is part of being in a team. And if the best way to learn something is to teach someone else, yeah. you know, it, it's been proven. I can show you the studies people. Um, so that's you, you, then there becomes more of a camaraderie. Like I'm, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, that does work, especially in the middle school okay. level a lot. Okay. It works really well. <laughs> okay. Um, My personal opinion and, I focus more on this with the top half is now that at the seventh and eighth grade level, we're when I first had our evaluations, I was pretty honest. It's like, you know, there's a lot of girls on this team that this might be their last like go around before they're trying out for the high school team. Right. Next year. Right. So, oh, so you can play like, in, you can play in high school in eighth grade. Uh, no, I'm, okay. I have eighth graders. On oh, the you team. have eighth graders. You have eighth graders. Yeah. Okay. I think there's some four, states you can, four. some states, eighth graders can play. Oh. I think it's Florida. There's a couple of states okay. that eighth graders can play. Hmm. Um, okay. I didn't know if Indiana was that one. I didn't think it was. But. Yeah. I mean, so for these girls, like, you know, I, I know one of them is doing two other leagues right now, but the other one, like for whatever reason, and I know you said volleyball, but in this area, the Catholic schools, kickball is like the most important thing in the world i'm dead serious everyone plays kickball and it's like school pride and all the way through eighth grade so there's kickball kickball yes okay i've heard of like ea sports i've heard of like the the that stuff but i've not heard of really legit kickball with referees and and it's and it's taken very seriously um Wow. So like that's that's probably our biggest competitor as far as time and um and during the season. Like I they get preference for gym time over me and 90% of the time they're outside, but it's in case it rains. <laughs> so it's it's just kind of interesting. So now you've heard everything, right? I've but, done this. I mean, I've done this for a really long time. I have not heard I, I mean I, I was first surprised when people started talking about like playing like EA sport, like the electronic gaming and high school is playing, yeah. but I have not heard the kickball one. That is, yeah. that is, that's crazy. I thought so too. Great sport. Great sport. Yeah. Great movie on that. Great movie on that. But yeah. Uh, but I, so like that right there is one of the things where like that these other, at least two of these other girls that I believe will try out in high school, like they won't play another basketball league before then. So that's in the back of my mind. I'm like, I want my practices to help get them there. Right. Um, and that's what I think I do need to try and get another coach. I think you do too. And, and the thing is, you, you if you had nine girls, it'd be different, but you have 11. So you can actually break into some decent sized groups. And the thing is then the, the problem is you, you're only one person. You can only talk to them so much. And if you've got the, you know, I, I you know, I keep 12 to 15 and I've got three assistants and I still don't think we talk to them enough, you know, okay. um, not when they're playing, but off the court and interactions and all that stuff. So, um, no, I think that's, uh, I think that's a really good idea. Actually getting another coach, I think is a really good idea. Okay. And might require some guilting, <laughs> but let's, you do what you got to do. It doesn't. It doesn't always work. I'm telling you, I was, I was doing my business. I was coaching the varsity basketball team in our school and I couldn't find like a sixth grade dad to take my son's team. I had wow. to do it. 
So I had to take that during my own season. And I used, I used everything, but they guilted me because there wasn't going to be a team if I didn't do it. It's like, I know I'm the most qualified, but I'm a little busy, like running mm. my varsity team. <laughs> yeah. To, to be traveling on a weekend to, you know, a tournament, but it mm. worked out. It was fun, but yeah, that's how they got me originally. Like there was nobody, nobody would do it. And yeah. They knew there won't be played. a team. They basically yeah. said there won't be a team. It's like, okay, I'll do it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, that's and, and the way to get that assistant is say, I just need you to show up to practice. I will do everything else. Like the time commitment is because that's what's going to be. It's like, no, the time commitment is practice. That's it. Come to practice. I will tell you what to do. I will, you know, there's nothing in games, obviously, but practice yeah. in games. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to do any prep. You don't have to do anything. I just need another adult in the gym. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. That's what you need. Okay. It'd be ideally, it'd be great to get a mom to do it. Yeah, that's what I, and that's one of the hard <laughs> things about coaching girls is like, I have a friend who's actually a varsity boys assistant right now, but she's came, she came last year a couple of times and helped, and she's able to walk up and like physically grab the girl. And like, I know. So like, you, I want can't do that. you want a mom. You want a mom. Yeah. If you can find a mom, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, thank you for You're welcome. your time. Yep, no problem. And then if you want to send me the offense and stuff, we can get on a call at some other point. I'll look at it and stuff. Okay. Um, if you have any questions on it. It sounds like it's pretty simple, but if you do, I can definitely help you. It is, and I've, I've heard some of your stuff on the five out. So Okay. Um, and I also appreciated the podcast I listened to yesterday because especially in middle school, I feel like simpler is better. Oh, God. Um, Swear to God. I mean, my offense, my offense, I don't have it here. My offense makes it onto a three by five. Yeah. Literally, it's, we, we just live in a world where it can't be too complicated. Like, well, yeah. And I, I'm trying to show them, like, this is the, really the first year where I need them to play the game a little bit and to see things and read things a little. It's about because, space. It's about yes. space. Just keep and, talking about space. Oh, go to space. Leave yeah. space. Open space. Yeah. all of that because that's I, where the good players like your number one player yeah if she gets space she's gonna score yeah <laughs> like so we just need space don't crowd yeah. each other hey call i'm i'm tempted to start i mean i it's like the COVID offense is what it should be called <laughs> like six social feet. distance social offense. distance offense don't get closer than six feet like the COVID yeah. offense yes yeah i agree <laughs> um i mean i i think and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like a little bit at this level, if they play that offense until like the defense is going to make a mistake on a cut, they're going to play it wrong. And, um, and the passing's the hardest part at that age is they yeah. can't, they're open, but they can't. So that's where, when you're doing it, like just do some two on two cut and pass with defenders, because the hardest part is to pass. They'll be okay. open and you'll see them open and, and grandma in the third section will see them open, but they can't make the pass because they're just not good enough to make the pass yet. Yeah. So you got to work on that. Once you get the cutting down, then you got to work on bounce pass. How are you going to get that ball in there? Um, okay. So that's a big, from, from coaching at that level, it's going to frustrate you because you're going to think they're open and they're going to yeah. see them, but it's either going to be too late, too soon. Um do a lot of practicing with that passing. 
that will help a lot. That will help you score okay. more too. And then, and then the second thing, after you get the passing down, then once they catch it, being able to score, like, because they're moving. So then the third option. So once you get them cutting and once you've worked on passing, then the third thing is work on them going really fast, catching it. So you can, you don't even need a defender at that point. You're here cut and you, you could be the passer you know just a bucket of boom 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 because yeah. what happens is they're going 90 miles an hour and they're used to going 30 yeah and then they the ball bounce you know it's like a ping pong machine kind yeah. of thing yeah. ball machine um the ball just they just aren't their bodies are at that age they're like they're like newborn giraffes their bodies are like you know <laughs> it's not the, yeah. they haven't caught up to it yet <laughs> yeah. missing missing open shots within five feet frustrates every coach so it does and the problem is they just haven't to be honest with you, they just haven't repped it they just haven't yeah. repped it and they need to rep it so that that from practice that's yeah i've just given you a good chunk yeah, of practice right there yeah, that's awesome all right thanks Thank coach you. yep yep bye See you. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to hear other podcasts by Coach Collins, go over and check out High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig, and then go over and subscribe to all of them and leave all of them five-star reviews. That would be great. Um, and then if you have 30 seconds after that, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.